You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And I am so excited that you are here today listening to this podcast. You guys, I started podcasting, oh gosh, I think it's been three years now. But before I did my podcast, I would go live every single Tuesday. And it started out on my personal Facebook page and I called it Business Tip Tuesday. And I started to get this incredible amount of people that would show up at 10 a.m. every single Tuesday to hear what I had to share. And then once I started to really grow my platform and my business, I started to move things over to my business page. And Business Tip Tuesday was on my professional leadership business page every single Tuesday. And then I had this wild idea of starting a podcast. I went, I bought a microphone, I bought a headset. I had my assistant do some research about how to start a podcast. I talked to somebody else that had done what I wanted to do. And I launched the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Guys, I record these episodes right from my home office every single week just for you. And I want you to know that my business has been just like starting a podcast was. It has been this idea that I have nurtured. I have, you know, shown up consistently. I've built a following. I've developed credibility. And then I take it to the next level. And anything we do in life kind of follows that same pattern. And today, we're going to talk about starting. We're going to talk about the mass amounts of people that right now are absolutely looking at their lives and saying, wow, I thought I had it all figured out. I thought for sure this teaching job, this corporate job, this nursing job, right? This, you know, public service worker position. I thought this was a guarantee. This was the safe bet, right? That I was always going to have a job. And the turn of events over the past couple of months have been a real reality check for a lot of society and for the fact that nothing in life is guaranteed. Also, for many people out there, you are leaning back into being an entrepreneur. Maybe it is through network marketing or, you know, maybe this current situation has made you realize how much you actually do want to start that side hustle or pursue that passion. You've got a few extra hours in your day, so you're like, meh, why not? Well, everybody is, is, I'm getting a lot of people through lots of different channels, you know, sending me messages about how excited they are. And this is going to be the time that they're going to crush their goals. They're going to make it happen. And they're so excited about it and that I've inspired them in some way. And so in our time here today, I am going to walk you through the process of building a business because I believe that knowledge is power. And I believe that hearing somebody else's story is the connector that gives you hope 
in the moments where you're frustrated. It gives you encouragement in the moments where you think that you're a failure. It, you know, it inspires you to keep going because you know what is possible. Because I know for me, in 2011, when I signed up and I hit submit on my application, my online application to become a direct marketer in Beachbody, I had zilch, absolutely zero knowledge of what I was getting myself into. But what I did was I had passion and I was coachable and I was so excited. I wanted to run through the wall. I wanted to make it all happen and I wanted it all yesterday. But here's the reality of building a business. Everything we do takes time. And you know, I've been in this business for nine years. I've watched a lot of people come. I've watched a lot of people go. And I can tell you exactly what it is that was the reason why they came, the reason why they left, and the reason why they're still not achieving the goals that they want to accomplish. So let's dive in today. Let's talk about the mindset, but the activities that you need to build the business of your dreams. You guys, when you first start a business, it is so incredibly important to dream big to think about your, your future in great detail. You know, I walked one of my, my clients through this yesterday, right? My, one of my one-on-one team members that I was working with and we were talking about, and everybody says, what is your why, right? But it's like, what is the thing? When you close your eyes, what, what do you want your business to create for your life? And when you close your eyes, what do you envision? And so for me, when I first hit submit on my application, I envisioned a backyard. I envisioned a fence where my dog could run. I envisioned a swing set where the boys could run and play in the backyard. I visualized, right, a basement where they could have their own playroom. I visualized an office where I could have a space set up to do my own work every single day. When I closed my eyes, I also visualized family vacations. I visualized us, all four of us, being able to get on an airplane and go on a vacation and not have to stress about money. I visualized laughter and smiles and memories. I visualized Matt and I having a relationship where the number one thing we talked about wasn't money. It wasn't the budget. It wasn't what are you spending. It wasn't an argument, right? It was quality time together. And so I thought about the way that I I visualized my life in great detail. And then I printed pictures off of the computer and I I pasted them onto a piece of post-it, like what is that called? Um, Poster board. That's it. I, I pasted it all on poster board, wrote my name on there, and then I hung it up in the wall, on the wall, in the basement where I worked and worked out. It was this tiny little storage room that was tucked behind our garage. And every single afternoon, I would go down to that storage room with my baby monitors and I would do my workouts. And I would sweat and I would cry because I was so out of shape. And I would look at that vision board and all of the things that I had put on there for my life. And I believed that it was possible. And I believed that somehow, some way, I was going to figure it out. And so I didn't just stop there with the belief, right? I created this vision for myself. And if there was ever a time where I went down to the basement and I was like, no, I don't want that anymore, I would take it off and I'd put something new on. And so my vision board just became this constant, you know, work in progress where where I was really adapting and tweaking and refining to create the life that I truly wanted, not just the surface level why, but the true why. The second thing I did was I immediately got plugged in. 
I immediately got plugged in. I started listening to, you know, our company does these things there. They're called national wake up calls every single Monday. I didn't miss a national wake up call. It wasn't always live, but I always listened to the playback. And I listened to every team call that our team would, would do. And you know why you guys was because I needed stories. How many of you right now are sitting there thinking, I'm the only one that's getting rejected. I'm the only one that's getting no's. I'm the only one that doesn't know how to post on social media. I'm the only one that is going through a tough time. And people are like, but you don't understand. I'm going through a divorce. I'm in an abusive relationship. I've got a child with special needs. I've got my own health issues, right? I've got, you know, unsupportive people around me. If you start listening to stories of other people who have achieved massive success and you hear what they have gone through to get from where they were to where they wanted to go and you hear the obstacles, all of a sudden you start to see these common threads where you realize, holy crap, I'm not alone. Like, you know, Melanie, she had an unsupportive spouse for 18 months of her business. For 18 months, I showed up. I showed up early in the mornings, late at night when my husband was at work, when my kids went down for a nap, I was uber disciplined to do the things that were going to move me forward. I stayed up late because I didn't want to inconvenience anybody else, but I wasn't going to give up on my dreams either. And I got up early on Saturdays and Sundays when the rest of the world was sleeping because I read the book, The Slight Edge. And in that book, it said the small, seemingly insignificant daily activities that you do repeatedly over time are either going to build you closer to your visions, to your dreams, to your big goals, or they're going to move you further away. And I looked at that four to five hours that I could do on a Saturday and Sunday morning before my family woke up as my slight edge. I could get ahead. I could send out those messages. I could do those follow-ups. I could write some of my posts and content for the week. You know, I could get in there and interact with my clients. And so for me, I found ways around the current challenges that I had. I used my challenges to my advantage, and now they are the things that I talk about the most and I share with other people. You guys, there's no straight line to success. There's no straight line to the money that you want to create for your life. It is all about you showing up and understanding it is going to be hard work, but it is going to be worth it work. Worth it work, you guys. So listen to the stories. Listen to the stories of other people that have gone before you and have done what you want to do. Number two, immediately, the minute I started my business, I went and I got organized. I bought a three-ring binder printed out all the important information that I needed to know and put it in that binder. I got a planner that I could write in my hours. Now, mind you, here I am, stay-at-home mom, six-month-old, two-and-a-half-year-old. There's no daycare. There's no hiring a babysitter. Heck, we had less than $100 left at the end of the month when we paid all of our bills. So nobody was coming in to watch my kids while I built this side hustle that, mind you, my husband didn't even believe it. All right. So there was no investing in this business happening here, but I bought the planner and I decided that, you know what, we've been living life day by day, just doing whatever we want, wherever the wind takes us is where we're going to go. There's no nap schedule. There's no bedtime routine. And I thought I'm going to start creating some structure. What do I have to do in order to make more time in my day? Because we all have the same 24 hours in the day. So what makes somebody else more successful than me when we both have the same current situation, right? And so what I did was I began to sit down with that planner and I started blocking out time. 
okay, Melanie, you can get up earlier. You, you can do hard things because you, you want to achieve those goals so bad that you're willing to do whatever it takes, right? Like you are. So five o'clock in the morning, five to six, work out. And then I was like, you know what? If I can crush my workout in, my kids may not even be up yet. And I'm going to spend the, until they wake up doing my work. And I would block that time. And then I knew that the kids would be awake. So we would do, you know, and they like to sit and watch TV for a half hour, an hour. So I knew I could get another hour of work in while they were just chilling on the couch watching TV. And so then I knew from that point forward, I was going to have to be mom, mom for a few hours. Then we would do lunch. And then I was like, I am going to nap, nap time. They need to nap. And I'm going to consistently have them in bed at one o'clock from one to three. It's going to be quiet in my house. And you know what? It wasn't beautiful at first. We started this nap time routine at 12 o'clock. By 12.30, we're upstairs. We're getting ready to take that nap at 1 o'clock. You know, every, it's, it's lights out. And you know what? I would run down to the kitchen, and I would open up my laptop, and my little fingers would type as fast as they would go until somebody woke up. It wasn't like, oh, let me put a load of laundry in. Oh, let me call my friend. Oh, let me watch my catch up on my Netflix series that I'm watching right now, you know, or let me organize the pantry. It was, you have a goal, you have a vision, you have this vision board, and it matters more than the laundry. It matters more than the dishes in the sink. It matters more than that online shopping or scrolling and looking at everybody else's Instagram stories. And I disciplined myself. It drives me crazy when people say, oh, Melanie, I just wish I was as disciplined. You can be as disciplined as me. It's a choice. It is a choice and it's a practice that I work on every single day, every single day. And so I would crush out a few hours of work in the afternoon. And when those boys would wake up, I'd throw a load of laundry in. I'd start the dishwasher. They'd come into the kitchen. We'd be, you know, they'd be eating a snack and I'd be starting dinner and I just learned to rearrange my day. I just learned to do things differently. I learned to do the cleaning while they were awake. I learned to fold the laundry while they were awake. And then in the evenings, we would have a bedtime routine. You sleep in your own bed, and this is how it's going to be. And at 9 o'clock at night, mama would go back to her computer, do an hour or so of work before I went to bed. And I created this schedule, right, in my planner where I started to have work time. And then I took it another step further. Because we can go in and we can mark off our day and we can say, this is how it's going to be. But what are we going to do at six o'clock in the morning when we sit down to the computer? And this was a Melanie Mitro fail. I started this process and I would open up my computer and I'd go, all right, I need to get inspired. I would go to Pinterest. I would scroll. I would, you know, scroll through Facebook and Instagram, trying to get ideas, trying to get creative. And all of a sudden I would hear do, 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 do two little tootsie toes coming down the steps. And I'm like, and I would be so angry because I didn't get any work done. All I did was try to figure out what I was going to post. I mean, virtually raise your hand right now if this is you. So then I got smart and I said, you know what? No, no, no. Every time I go to sit down for work, I need to know exactly what I'm doing before I sit down. And so I started to make a to-do list, all right? You know, it's a Tuesday. So what are the top three to five things that have to get done today? all right, it's going to be my power hour. It is going to be creating that specific post that I wanted to do. Maybe it's going live. Maybe it's a specific follow-up I wanted to send out so that when I sat down, I would look at that sheet of paper, that to-do list, and I would say, priority, what's going to bring me the most income first? Do it first. Bam. Into work I went. 
No more scrolling. No more getting distracted by notifications. I disciplined myself even within the working hours that I had to do the business building activities that were going to bring me the most amount of income. All right. So now here we are, I'm getting a little better, right? It's a couple of months in and I'm really starting to understand, you know, the, the power of intentionality, but holy hell is it slow. Man, I feel like I am burning the candle at both ends. I am using so much brain power to learn how to write social media content because I have never done that before. And so it's mentally draining. It's physically exhausting. I'm working so hard. I'm showing up to be my best self, right? And, and I'm getting like a teeny tiny little bit of success, like one customer, one sale, one new person that joins my team. And I'm putting in a lot of time. But here's the thing. You ever heard the pumping of the well analogy from me? You're going to hear it again because sometimes I feel like you just need to hear things over and over again. But in business, all right, in business, we can't show up on day one. We can't launch a business. We can't put ourselves out there and say, hey, you guys, I've had amazing results with this skincare line. I've had amazing results with this fitness program. Here's my before and after. Look at what I've been able to accomplish. You should join me. No, no. People might be cheering for you. They might be excited for you. They might be curious. They may even ask, what did you do? Tell me, sign me up. But they're saying those things without realizing they actually have to invest money. All right. They're saying those things before they even think about the fact that they're going to have to change some of their behaviors and maybe they're not ready to do that yet. And so your first post that you make that you put out there, hey, you guys, I'm a health and fitness coach and, you know, these are my results and I really feel called to help other people do the same thing. People are going to be excited for you, but that's about it. They may not be ready to get started. And this is the real work. The real work is proving to people that you aren't a one trick pony. It is proving to people that you're here for the long haul, that you're not messing around. You're not network marketing company jumping. You aren't, you know, selling skincare today and, you know, doing beach body tomorrow, but you are the real deal. You care about their health. You care about their fitness. You're creating a lifestyle change and you're going to maintain these results. And so it is daily discipline, daily practice repeated over time without the loss of enthusiasm that eventually gets people to say, that Melanie, you should follow her. She gives great advice on her social media. She's super inspiring. That Melanie, you should definitely follow her because she's up every morning and she totally inspires me, but she also super annoys me too right? I get that. I used to get that all the time. I'm either going to block you or I'm going to join you. And I was like, well, I don't care which one you do, right? Just, just make a decision. But I'm always here if you need me. And I didn't take it personal. I just realized that people were processing things at, on their own time at their own speed. And so I showed up. I showed up and added value. I gave advice. I shared tips of things that were working for our family to create this healthy lifestyle. I shared the mindset about getting up in the morning or, you know, being disciplined to make the healthier choices. I shared all of that on my public feed because I wanted people to know I was the real deal. And that isn't, trust isn't built overnight. It takes a lifetime to create tr trust, excuse me, with other people. It takes two seconds to destroy it. If you want people to trust you, if you want people to join you, then be the consistent force. And when I say consistent, I mean every single Day. And if you say to me, Melanie, that sounds like a lot of work, then maybe this isn't the business for you. Because in order to make an impact, consistency is required.
I don't know if you've ever heard the story, the law of the harvest, but John Maxwell is, is one of my mentors from afar. I read and listen to basically as much of his content that I can consume. And I was on a walk yesterday and I was listening to, this is a book I want you to write down. I don't even care if you are just starting out. Read Great Leaders Ask Great Questions by John Maxwell. I'm listening to this book and he's, it's a chapter where they're talking about like new leadership. And he talks about the law of the harvest and how we always, we always want to come in, right? And we want to harvest. Nobody wants to, you know, cultivate the land. Nobody wants to do the preparation. People don't want to be out in that field, tilling that soil and preparing it to be planted. And then once it's planted, it's watering, it's nurturing, it's pruning, it's taking care of your crops. And then, you know, when you're exhausted, it is harvesting and it is timing and making sure that you're not making excuses and, and you're not delaying, you know, your window of when you need to plant to have your longest growing season. So you have the maximum harvest that you can have. And so many people want to just jump from, I launched my business to harvest. And they just want to skip over all of the things in between. And it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. I want each and every one of you to remember that it is important if in order to be a successful business owner, that you are preparing, you are cultivating, you are planting, you are nurturing, you are pruning, you are harvesting, you are resting, and then you're preparing for the next season. That's what business ownership is all about. It is this process of washing, rinsing, and repeating over and over and over again. So if you're sitting here right now and and you are just starting your business, I don't want to discourage you, but I want to be real with you that it's going to take some work. But the best feeling in the world is knowing that you made an impact in the lives of others, that you accomplished the goals on your vision board, that you are making an impact maybe on the tiny humans or the teenage humans or the adult humans that are in your life, but they're watching you. The people around you, your friends, your family, your acquaintances, people you meet out in the community, they see you. They see you and you're making an impact. You may inspire somebody to go out and do something that they didn't even think was possible because of you. You guys, daily activity. I am right now in the midst of of a mentorship that I'm doing with some of my new business owners. And we do this Friday powwow. So every Friday we get together and we just, we talk about business activities. And I just see so much, so much fear, so much doubt, so much insecurity that's just sort of oozing from people. You know, they, people want to easily just go to, I'm just going to consume training. I'm just going to, I'm going to read more books. I'm going to listen to more things. And I'm just going to disguise that as the work because I'm so afraid of inviting. I'm so afraid of reaching out to that person and asking them if they want to join my team. I'm so afraid of posting on social media because what if it's not the right picture? And what if it isn't the perfect caption? And what if I don't have the right angle in what I'm doing? You guys in business, I just want to push you off that ledge. And I want to say, guys, jump, build your wings on the way down, make the crappy post, send the invite that isn't polished. All right. Do the Instagram stories that you have no idea what you're doing, but you can at least check it off the box because imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. The only way we become proficient, the only way we become a leader is if we do the things we know we need to do 
long before we ever feel ready. So disciplining yourself to make sure that no matter what, you're doing the activities that move your business forward. I know that it's easy, easier said than done, but I know you can do it. And I know if your dreams are so important to you, you will find a way. And I also know that owning a business, being an entrepreneur, I know it's not for everybody. And that is why that there is a high failure rate when it comes to owning a business, a small business. It can be a restaurant. It can be a boutique, a coffee shop, a network marketing business, an online business. I mean, there are people, businesses popping up right and left all over the place. But that does not mean that they will all be successful, you guys. That does not mean they're all going to thrive. Why? Because if we aren't showing up every day and challenging ourselves, with complacency, with our laziness, with our self-doubt. If we aren't listening to things like this, I mean, kudos to you. You're listening to a podcast where I shoot you straight every single week. If you struggle with confidence, right? Um, Fear is my homeboy. Go go to Amazon, download that book. Um, You're a badass, Jen Sincero. Um, Get over your damn self, Rami Neustadt. Rachel Hollis, girl, wash your face. What are you listening and reading that is challenging you and your fears? That's the only way that you are going to overcome it and accomplish what you want to accomplish. So you guys, as we, as we bring this episode to a close, I just want to challenge you to pull from this episode today. Where is it that you need to level up? Where is it that you are, you are hiding? What are you hiding behind? Are you hiding behind your story? Are you hiding behind your past? Are you hiding behind the people that don't support you? What is it? What's holding you back? Because you, you, my friend, are worthy and capable of accomplishing everything that you put your mind to. The biggest blocker is you. The biggest blocker is the person that's staring back in that mirror right now because you know what? Somebody else's opinion of you, it doesn't pay your bills. Somebody else's belief or disbelief in what you do does not determine the way you show up every day. So we have got to pull on those big girl pants, as I say, every single day. And we have to remember what we are fighting for. Because you were given this unique platform, the unique story that you do have, and this one and only life to make an impact and to do good works. And so what are we doing with it? What are we doing with it? This is your time to shine. In a past episode, I talked about who do you want to become because of the current crisis that we are in. This past you know, four weeks now, I have been working on me. I've been spending extra time listening to leadership books. I've been spending extra time listening to audio and to reading and to being quiet. I have not been spending extra time catching up on Netflix or TV series or old videos or, you know, drinking alcohol and wasting the evenings away. You guys, I am looking at this current situation of how do I be better? How do I be a better leader? How do I show up better for my team? How do I make sure that I'm growing both of the companies that I run? Like, how do I be better because of this current challenge? And the people that do just that, the people that show up in that way are the ones that are going to skyrocket. Maybe not this month, maybe not next month, but at the end of 2020, you're going to know. You're going to know the people that dug in and were like, I'm going, I'm going all in, balls to the walls. Let's do this. You're going to see it. You're going to see it in December. You're going to see it in 2021. 
So what kind of business are you creating right now? What kind of foundation are you building for your future? You guys, that's a wrap on the Women Inspiring Women podcast episode for this week. But if you love this and you want more Melanie Mitro, if you want to know more about what I do, make sure you go and subscribe to the Women Inspiring Women podcast on iTunes. You leave me a rating and review. You let me know what you loved about this episode and then you share it on Instagram because I love hearing from my listeners. It's my favorite thing to do is just sift through and hear what people say and what they took away. And and I love that. And then also, if you want some business advice, because you are like, Melanie, I'm a Beachbody coach on another team, or I'm in another business altogether, but I would love to have some of your tough love mentorship, or I would love to pick your brain, I want you to head on over to my website, chicinfluencer.com, chic, C-H-I-C, influencer, right, dot com. We have a couple of opportunities. If you are just launching your business and you want to know the basics of Instagram, stories and and uploading videos and IGTVs and, you know, aesthetics and hashtags and all that good stuff, writing good captions, go take that. We have a small course. Actually, it's not really small. It's it's an inexpensive course that we way underpriced because we wanted to give you a ton of value for a good deal. It's called the Laptop Lifestyle Basics of Instagram. It's $27. Legit the bomb. Like we put a lot of time into that. Go check that out. If, if you are in need of just continual mentorship, you want to just get in community with people that, that we're surrounding ourselves with. We have a chic influencer community that does monthly trainings. We have a private online Facebook group where we drop in advice and business tips and mindset all the time. And, and we do trainings every single month and a live Q and A. Come check us out, come hang out. And if you are also a business owner that would like to do some consulting with us, uh, we also have consultation services as well. You can find all of those things on chicinfluencer.com. Come find us at Instagram, Chic Influencer. We hope to see you guys over there. And thank you so much for tuning in this week. Have a great day.